think we're good. It's the villains talk show and podcast. Actually, it doesn't work with the music at all. <laughs> Technically, it should be like, it's the villains talk show and podcast. Hello and welcome to the Villains Talk Show and Podcast. It is another Wednesday night. And hello from the Great White North to all our viewers down in everywhere. In, well, lots in the Even States, everywhere. lots everywhere. <laughs> hello, everyone. I oh, am. Not that now, though. It's like 30 degrees all week. Oh, God. It's just hot everywhere. Down in the <laughs> States where my sister is. My sister lives down in Austin. And, um,. You live by the equator. It's not too bad. At ten forty-one at night, it's twenty-two Actually, no. degrees. Actually, no, she doesn't live in Austin. She lives in Houston now. Gosh, she keeps moving all the way around to Texas. But apparently, it's just dumb. It's just dumb there, dumb and hot. I feel bad. Anyone out in Texas who's listening, I I feel bad for you. It's this this stupid hot times. So good luck. Uh, I am not your main host tonight, but I'm one of many. Your main host, our main host, will hopefully um join soon soon yeah but uh i am one of them i am c4 uh oh at joined as always by the viking herself and insaniac yeah. um, that's us the elusive gentleman's been elusive this week he was here last week no, but I mean, like, since then, like, he's been rather elusive. That's normal. That is the name base. That, it's true. It's true. Like, I, I won't, I won't deny it. It's just, you know, I'm a little. It's like we, it's like we forwardly thought about that. <laughs> and, like, D&D &D didn't happen because too many people are away, so. Mm, true enough. Uh, but all those listening out in cyberspace and everywhere, first thing I'd want to thank our two Patreons, For the Wheel and Rujhala, as always. If you want to help support the channel, um, or the podcast, it is, uh, just the Villains Talk Show. Either like, share, or follow us, or you can go to Patreon if you feel so inclined, but no one's pushing you anything. It's just, you know, a nice thing to do because it's nice to keep us going. And just listening to us keeps us going. The fact we, the fact people listen to us is why we keep doing this. So thank you all. Um, middle of this heat wave, um, I actually have a bit to talk about this topic too. Um, but today, hopefully when the, the greasy boy shows up... Uh, he will be able to lead us in this conversation. Um, in well, I think he suggested the topic to be uh, post-secondary and and learning. I have it written down here. Be like applications. Um, if you're if you're watching on the podcast or watching on YouTube or Twitch, the title of the stream is the Uncanny Valley of Learning. And I, I see, I, I glad you laughed at that because of how true it is. So, because um, we are going, there's one thing that, funny enough, that we all have kind of an acute knowledge of, even in some facet, is learning. Um, the other have gone to post secondary or, or not. And well, a, or college or a technical school. And then the other one would be that there, there's a possibility that one of us, as we have said in podcasts in the past, is a teacher. So even more <laughs> uh, uncanny valley of, of the learning. And now that our host is finally here, I can, I can shut up. 
And uh, wait, I'm the host. This when? Since <laughs> now, surprise! I don't have the script ready. Oh shit! <laughs> you were supposed to send me the script. Probably and another contract too, right? Yeah, that too. <laughs> I sent it to your agent. Which one? He's probably signed like 17 different contracts for agents, so you probably have to specify. Probably just rolls a dice and just signs the contract. I picked this one. <laughs> no, no, no. There's four different dice I roll. That's Ooh. All D7s. One. Yeah. You roll yeah, one. Sense. Roll the second one to multiply the first one. Roll the third one to divide by the, the the number of the second one. And then you roll the last one to exponent the entire equation. And then you write it out. Exactly. And that's what your number is. Exactly. How did you know? Daily exercises. But yeah, what are, what are we talking about? The uncanny valley of learning, apparently. <laughs> Post-secondary, uh, sir. Our host is here, guys. Whoa. Our host is here. Remember the topic you picked? <laughs> no. I didn't pick any topics. <laughs> you Amazing. suggested this topic, my friend. Oh, okay. I no such thing. This, this sounds like That's perfect timing. <sighs> well, why did you want uh, to talk yes. about this? I... Why don't we start about there? <laughs> Like actually though, what what is the topic? Uh, Post secondary. You did this. I, I, you, okay, you, there you go. Thank you. I didn't know what the that. topic. He said that already. Thrice. He said that already. It's not like you gotta look yeah, back. Thrice. John, no, John said that already. Mm -hmm. No, he didn't. Yes, he just he said did. the uncanny valley of learning. No, he said post secondary afterwards. I did not hear that at all. Oh my goodness, you. Our host is so, you know, ready. No, I'm a little out of practice. It's been like what, a month and a half now. That's true. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Welcome back, for everyone listening. Greasy boys had to work. I'm so sorry. It's true. We've been missing him. So this is even better. Actually, We're throwing not. him back into the fire. Not. He, he came back and we just threw him in a little fire. Here you go, bud. <laughs> okay, I got this. Hey, What's everyone's start, favorite dinosaur? Before he got here. It's everyone's favorite What's dinosaur. Dinosaur. Yeah, that's the topic today, I think. I, I don't know. We said it. Oh my no, you, you legitimately <laughs> suggested because we were busy doing applications for school that we talk about that. Oh, oh yeah, Do you that. remember that? Now I do. I didn't remember that. You do you read? You know, I do. do you read our, agents? Our, do you read our our messages in the chat? Like, no, not at all. Do you, do you at least read yours? So no. While 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 this while while we let our host catch up, I I I will start with my story about applying. Oh my goodness! Since he's so young and you supple, greasy way. a greasy boy. He is soon to be a greasy oh. man. But until then, when I grab... That was creepy. That was awful. That was why I said it. Actually. A little creepy. That was awful. Uh, it's just creepy, man. It's a Um, I remember being told that when I applied to apply everywhere, um, if I have any kind of inkling, even if it's someplace I don't want to go, um, because universities talk and at least cause I applied to universities. I didn't go to a technical school or a college. And so when I threw out, I guess my, my CV, my, my, this is how good I did in school. Um, I threw them out to a multitude of different university yeah um <laughs> i actually got accepted to every place i applied to um wow. yeah i didn't get turned down by anywhere 
Um, well, I think you had pretty good grades, right? Except in math. My math was 50%. But I didn't apply for any kind of science. I applied for uh, arts, for liberal arts. Um, so I really had my pick of the litter. Uh, even then, um, just because I got to like the schools I wanted, they got back to me. Like, I remember the school that I eventually went to, um, it didn't get back to me until early August, which means I was a fourth round because you apply usually around May and then they look through the first round around June and then the second round around beginning of July and third round is mid July. You not apply around May. What are you talking about? You can apply earlier. You for yeah, a said, lot of programs, any program that's competitive, you have to apply in like October. Oh, I applied in like May. Applications close in like January, February. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. Well, we both went to. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry. I I am old. Cool. Give me a give me a break. Um, but you're Not right. Bad. No, you're right. You're right. You apply in December. Um, but I that sounds better. But I applied. Yeah, because you apply in December, and then the point is that I didn't get accepted until I remember this because I have the acceptance letter I chose. I kept it. Um, I didn't get it. It was dated for like July 29th or something. And I think I got it on August 3rd. So, yeah. and that was for, and then I had gotten more like earlier, like months and months earlier. But my, um, my teacher at the time had told me, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, but it's a good thing to say. If you get accepted to a university, at least in North America, you have, I think it's a year to 18 months, depending on the school, to accept it. Um, some schools, it's even two years um, to accept that letter. Um, if you don't, right away, they'll fill your spot, but they don't rescind the acceptance. It just means that when you choose to accept it, let's say I got, let's say you got sent it and God knows what day and like, oh, August, like the middle of August, you decide to accept it and the school tells you they're full. That doesn't mean that you are no longer accepted. That just means they will tell you like, oh, well, we'll, we'll just put you in in the fall or they'll put you in the spring, which means you miss all the activities with all the other freshmen and stuff and you start basically six months later. Or at worst, they'll tell you, okay, well, if you accepted it, now you've accepted, we'll have you come in either in the fall of next year or the spring of next year. Um, that's how usually how they'll fit you in. Um, they'll work with you. But the point is, is you don't have to rush. And that's why I eventually got to go to the school I wanted to, because I was in no rush to do anything. Um, but... Let's let's you let's look at a more fresh ex perspective on the applying process, Mister. This was my topic, so <laughs> tell us what's it, what are you applying to? Tell tell us, bring us into your world. Uh, well, right now I'm finishing up my application for my student loans to be a education assistant. He's going to have the same job I do. Ooh. And what, pray tell, is an education assistant? Shutter for the kids that are the, the classroom folks. It is a person who assists in education. Yeah, that was exactly what I was about to say. No fucking shit, eh? Holy... Oh my god! You know what? Our our entire audience collectively you. just just that was the most are sitting out there going, "Holy fuck! You don't you don't fucking say right? Holy crap!" Now I know everything. You're <laughs> it's true though. Like I, it it can look very different depending on what you're doing, what age group you work with, what school or district you work in. It's there's no one answer to that question. 
other than the one I just gave you. So what what's the difference between a teacher and an assistant? The assistant doesn't teach while the teacher teaches. Okay, but what if the teacher's sick? Does a sub come in and the, you still don't teach? Yes, because you do not have a teacher certificate, meaning in the province of Alberta, you cannot teach. That, that sounds like a step, like something you do to become a teacher. Ah, it does, but the it's not. They're not at all connected. Nope. So, a, an education assistant mainly works with students with special needs. They, quite frankly, do a lot of the same work as teachers, but in different ways. So, perhaps instead of teaching the entire classroom, after the lesson is over, the EA might take the kids that they work specifically with and take them to show them how to do use the same concept in a way that works better for them. That's one of many, many things we do. <laughs> that sounds like a lot more supportive for the teacher than the overall thing, because, like, you know, teacher has to overall deal with the bigger aspect of the class. Yeah, it's a, it's a support role. It's helping focus on, yeah, individuals and uh, <laughs> needs that are outside the scope of what the teacher can necessarily get all the time. So do you work with, like... You said like special needs. Do you work with people that like have disabilities or more like ADD? ADD is a disability. I would say I feel like it could be both because, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. But I mean like more severe disability. I think it I think it depends on how experienced the person is, right? Obviously if you're not capable of handling somebody that has like mild strokes in the middle of a class I or mean, other different issues. How, how like, do I say this? Actually I'm a fucking villain. I don't care. Are, are you dealing it with depends. kids that are gonna end up going to the same schools as everyone else, but they take the special classes? Or are you gonna dealing with the kids that end up going to Alti? Neither of those things really exist. <laughs> Everyone. So, yeah, there's this wonderful thing All called still exists. Very, very rare. I, very I know, I know there's a whole entire high school in our city that's for Alti. Which one? It's called Alti. The alternative high school. <laughs> yeah. That okay, one. Yeah, yeah, that's a different... That's yeah, something else as well. That's but, like a completely separate thing. It's not what you're thinking of. But those are that for that, like to be as plain as possible. Those are for kids with disabilities and social anxieties, and, and, and different mental different mental issues. And so that's why they go to Alti. And then you have the special classes in high schools for kids that are as intelligent as other kids. They just have physical disabilities. Like that's 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 basically no. what I'm trying to just I'm trying to ask is like, is there a difference? Mm -hmm. Do you deal with kids yes, with physical disabilities or I'm mental disabilities? You're tr you're crossing two different things here. Okay. So I Straight me personally up. right now with the kids that I work with are largely mild moderate, meaning that it's a lot of ADHD, it's a lot of anxiety. I've got one kid with Tourette's that I work with, but it's I wouldn't even know that if it wasn't written down. That's about it. Um, it can be something completely different, though. If you're working in elementary, there's a good chance that you'll be working with kids who are violent, um, etc. Anything, really. Um, if you're working with severe special needs, you could be helping kids go to the bathroom. That's not what I do. But it is within the same range of the same job. But all those sounds yeah. like mental disabilities. They can be. No, they're not always. Everything though. you listed was, though. I'm just. I just wanted to point that out. Yes. It's except, not like I, mean, I have a friend. It can also be physical disabilities. Yes. Okay. Yes. It, it's a it's an umbrella that fits all things kind of. It, each situation is unique. That's the point of the job that makes it unique from the teacher. Exactly. 
like someone I used to know was an EA for a very like very different kind of school where all of the kids that in their class were like both physically and mentally disabled. So like there were times where they would have to change them and all that as well. Yeah. And that is one part of the or that is one extent of where EAs are. Yeah. It can mean a million different things. That's well, that's the whole point of why it's like a big support role ad. I know, I, the way I'm understanding yeah. it from the way you guys are explaining. That's such yeah. a man. That's such a generalized role. So wait, you basically have mm-hmm. to learn to teach and care at the same time. Well, it depends on I mean, what you're working with. I feel like those should yeah. go a little. But I mean, hand, like when you go to school, days, but... when you go to school, they have to. They, it's their job to try and prepare you for everything, which means you'd have to take care classes and teaching classes and tolerance classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of what I, I said in for a, I said in for a student for a day thing, and for that whole thing, I was learning about like psychology for infants between the ages of uh, zero and three. That's what that whole court or class was about. Yeah. I feel like there isn't much to fill in that. Would there be? Oh, there's a lot. Really? There's I don't know much. Of... But, like, I feel like there wouldn't be a lot of development between that time. Oh, there's tons. But I'm not going to develop that. So. Yeah. Okay. Does anyone else um, think of, like, Homer's brother yeah. sitting there with Maggie, like, making the machine that can convert her baby noises into words? just some scientist sitting there with a notebook as a baby's like sitting there playing with a rattle and it's like hmm it seems quite stressed <laughs> well as a parent you should be kind of doing that as time goes on right but like <laughs> that's a funny visual <laughs> exactly <laughs> mm, yes this pacifier is suiting quite well <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, what I do now is it's very different than, like, even what I've done in the past. At a previous job, I worked with kids with much more severe needs. Um, Some who, one who was running away from home regularly. Some with some real, like, um, what's the word? just defiance issues and ODD and things along those lines. Um, Kids who weren't going to graduate. And you work in high school too. For the most part. Yeah. I feel like maybe like junior high would be quote the easier ish like time to maybe work with perhaps would be my guess. I worked in grade nine this year. So the end of junior high. It yeah. just it just depends on the kids and what they need. That that's fair. Yeah. I just I just feel like early like like elementary would definitely be like that stage of development. I I remember sometimes those can be violent years. Man, and then high school is just like that. Elementary are more likely to deal with the really bad behaviors, the kids who are gonna literally beat you up. Yeah. Um, my mother-in-law has a pretty permanent injury in one of her shoulders from a kindergartner who wrenched her arm out of her socket while she was working, because she does the same thing. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kids are pretty tough, so, man. Especially if you're... By high school, they're less likely to do that and can get in significantly more trouble if they do hurt someone. Well, yeah, that's more for the, the issue, right? But, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Those kindergartners, man. They're vicious. Yeah, they're free. They're freaking. They imagine a whole pack of them. Lose an arm. Oh, imagine like being actually, a kindergarten teacher and all of a sudden they all turn feral. All 30 of them. Yeah, if a right? kid bit you, you could lose your arm. That's how disgusting yeah. You might have to get out of that. You might have to get out of that kindergarten, like punching and kicking. Booting kindergartens out of your way. No, that's the only way. Pick up one and pick up one using it as a club. 
Yeah, you're not allowed to do anything like that. You gotta stay calm. You know what? If 30 kindergartens attacked me, I would pull out my phone, film it, and then beat the crap out of them just for proof. I'd be like, you know what? It was life or death, and I chose life. <laughs> yeah. You would still end up in a ton of trouble, man. I have. <laughs> I at least have a video to defend myself. This one isn't That's doing anything. <laughs> just That's me booting at the window. <laughs> that points. Oh, yeah, exactly. Field goal! <laughs> so, okay, so what is the, what is the process? Because I remember thinking about it when I applied to university. You had to submit your grades. You had to submit your grades that were going to come from your next uh, term instead of this out of high school and you had to submit uh, with some universities they wanted like references from different people some of them wanted like had like a, a question or a couple questions you had to fill out and write like a little summary like what is the what is the uh, application process like now well, I don't know what the application process is like out of high school. I figured, but what? But as an adult returning, uh, I, my grades didn't adult. matter because it's been six years. Sometimes he's more of an adult than you, so I wouldn't laugh about uh, that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't taken my pants off on camera. Exactly. Who's done that? You. No. <laughs> Last week. Who's done that? A week and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, last time we played D&D and we recorded it. No, yeah. we didn't. You told me to look away, but you were literally recording it at the time. That was recording. Yeah. I'm yeah, not that were. dumb. Well, then you lied to us. Anyways, continue. <laughs> But yeah, so I had to write a exam that took all of three hours, give or take, and then a week later I was approved because I had all the knowledge I needed to do the course. Thanks. And then I just paid my like paid my fee to get my spot, and now I'm going through the process of getting student loans. My police check done, my child intervention check done, and my first aid and CPR training set up. Nice. That's awesome. First aid and CPR are easy. That's, that's oh, yeah. an easy they are easy. I haven't trained for it, but I already know most of that stuff myself. Yeah, I get mine done next month at some point. Do you know it's a if you're doing course. any sort of um, conflict resolution courses? Uh, I do not yet, but I get all my textbooks right off the bat. Yes. I did a, it was like within the school once I was already working, we did a non-violent conflict resolution thing where we learned all sorts of fun ways to de-escalate conflicts and if they were biting you, what to do about it without hitting the kid. So, you know, if 30 kindergartners attacked you, you might actually have an idea of what to do that's not going to land you in jail. I'm guessing the answer isn't bite them back. I feel like it is not. Yeah, what is, is the answer? Is the answer? Back up, back up. Say it again. You cut out. Say that slower. All our viewers need if to know what happens. Hold on a second. Yeah. Viking's about to tell us what happens when a kindergartner is biting you. How to resolve this conflict. Any child or person. You grab the back of their head and they sh you shove it into you instead of trying to pull them yeah. off of you because it'll make them, it'll surprise them and it'll make their jaws release and you can get them off of you. They teach you that in animal it's basically the same concept for anything else too. Like if someone is pulling your hair, instead of trying to pull them off, you grab their hand and push it into you your push head. push it towards them, yeah. Yeah, That's no, towards yourself. Yeah, yeah, you push it towards you, yeah. Yeah. I got trained when, when I was training my when I was training my animal as well, when I got trained to teach my dog. They teach you when your dog bites yeah. you 
push your arm further into the mouth because it it opens their jaw a bit more because they don't they don't expect exactly. it. And I need to play yeah. my note. Yeah. I mean, sure. Same thing if a child. Sure. As I mean, would you expect that C4 if you're biting somebody and someone sticks their hand further into your mouth and you're like, what the fuck? That would be an odd thing. I mean, that just sounds kinkier. Well, I guess that's what makes it weird, right? Is this, is this the one? What way does this go? <laughs> Are you into this? Or... Uh, I can't say I've ever bit someone maliciously. I fair. <laughs> ever. That yeah. that's not something that's ever happened in my life. That you know. I haven't for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that you know. Not since not since I was a child at least. And it's been so long I can't remember, so <laughs> I'm sure somewhere in there, maybe me and my sisters fought. And I, mean, I haven't bitten people maliciously. You know, I don't think I'm happy with this conversation. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, essentially, on the other hand. <sighs> my, my application to, co to school was interesting. I went to a technical college <laughs> to bring this back to the topic a little bit. Oh, you uh, did? That did you attend I didn't get in. I did. I did. I went to uh, to St. Polytechnic, which is the Southern Alberta Institute of Technology, um, where they had a variety of classes from mechanics, engineering. It, it, it's um, not the DeVry Institute? No. It's not the DeVry Institute. I don't think that's in Alberta, is it? There is a DeVry Institute in is Alberta, there? yeah. Uh, There's a few. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I did not go to that. But you're, um, not, you're not Insaniac of the DeVry Institute. No, no, I like that title, but no, <laughs> <laughs> that does sound impressive. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I went right out of high school. I had to set my grades and stuff. Um, I ended up going for student loans. I wasn't really too enticed about it at first, but yeah, I, it is what it is. Paid them off already, which is nice. Um, but like for me. Um, school was, uh, like, we had a new class every three weeks, and in our, because I took cooking, um, like, it was 30% theory and 70% practical. So you're actually in cooking the kitchen theory. cooking. And, yeah. There's a lot more yeah, into like, it than you think, man. Well, you There's see, this, oh, yeah, the egg has cool. two parts chlorine as long this as is, its carbon this is actually, lattice. And so, if you cook yeah. it at certain degrees, you... you... You are correct. That is actually part of the... Sorry, sir, you cut out for a part of that. I'm pretty sure he just said something about chlorine. Don't eat that. No, there's two, there's two parts of chlorine and, like, eight parts right, carbon in an egg or something. If you look yeah, at, yeah, like, we, learned, we, learned, we did learn the chemical breakdown. And then the you, and once you heat it up, as it hits certain degrees, the carbon lattice will break. And if you add... The, pro the proteins coagulate. If you add sugars or salts, there's a different kind of creation. Now, if you were to do this with an iron-based pan over 500 degrees with an additive of sugar... What? Uh, I find it's too high. That's not feasible for for my for my work. <laughs> I like to think that there's like a think tank of like chefs that never cook because they just sit there oh, and like around yeah. a table and they have like all these hugely complicated equations. I was gonna say typically they're terrible chefs. And like, they're in, just in practical and use. they're just Theory sitting great, there, but they're super thinking smart, about yeah. the theoretical <laughs> dishes. Yeah, that that's actually a thing. So, like, uh, for those who are, are familiar who who took cooking classes, there's this guy named Alton Brown who was on the Food Channel. I got to see that in my cooking classes. He would teach people like, um, he did like basic recipes, but all of his food was awful. And but his recipes were sound. He was just an awful cook, but he's a really great chef. Like he knows his shit about like molecular. Like his, his specialty ended up <laughs> so being like astronomy. He's Pretty much. He's a he's a food chemist. That's he's his thing, chemist. pretty much, right? So he he talks yeah, about like what how, those people are, yeah, yeah. How you food how chemistry. certain ingredients affect the foods differently. How the breakdown of certain food and it breaks down in a certain way over so time. So you can either go to a technical school and become a chef, 
or to go to a technical school, take food theory, and then go to university and get a master's or PhD in yeah, in chemistry, in sciences, food theory. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's legitimately a thing, man. Like and yeah. like these guys work. They, these guys currently are like helping NASA try to figure out how to make food to travel through space and and last the shelf. <laughs> how to actually be sustainable in space. Because nobody wants to eat MREs in space, right? <laughs> if the gravitational pull of the Earth and the Moon is acting upon the shuttle and the how do, you, how do you eat soup in space, bro? It's not easy. It's, you stick your it through a straw. <laughs> yeah, you drink it through a tube, actually. Yeah. Because with a straw, you, you're yeah. screwed because it gets everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah, of have, you, have little, you have a little food. Really scary? Instead of freezing... Effective as of July 1st, Florida is now giving five-year temporary teaching certificates to military veterans and maybe their spouses. Oh, perfect. I should just go to Florida. Yeah, me too. I can go to Florida. Oh, wait, I'm not a military veteran. I was going to say, you're a military vet? (laughs) Like, people... That's amazing. I love that. That ...background. I love oh, that. Awful. Oh my god. No, this is so great. This is actually everything I've always ever wanted. Oh, we are flipping the... Uh, oh, I, I, I've always wanted more guns in schools. Always. Always, 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 always. I wanted more professionals that know how to handle guns in schools. I've always wanted that. And now you have them. Now you have some asshole who's going to be like, Oh, I'm going to go shoot up a school in Florida. And he's going to walk up to the school and he's going to think to himself, wait a second, isn't there like a bunch of ex-military guys inside this school that are teachers? Oh, fuck it, I'm going to go shoot up the school anyway. And all of a sudden, this fucking school teacher runs out who actually been in a fucking war, takes the gun from him and bashes his fucking face in. And then everyone's like, oh my god, the teacher actually did something because they're a military vet and they're not scared of some douchebag with a gun. I am so happy about that. Holy fuck, that's great news. Sounds to me like you don't have a lot of respect for teachers. No, I don't have a lot of respect for assholes with guns. I'm more mostly cops, but I have a lot of respect for military vets. No, what do you think a teacher's going to sacrifice themselves for kids? It's, it's just their policy to to protect the children. Well, for one thing, I don't think they should be in a position where they have to. Yeah. For another thing, there is literally an ongoing debate in many places right now about requiring teachers to carry guns in the classrooms. Yeah, it's a, it's a and yeah. Well, this is a better thing. option. If they're going to make it, the teachers carry I, guns I and now make yes, some of the military vets. That, if that scenario happens, all of the children should get a shitty education from people who have no idea what they're doing. Great. I think yeah, it's yeah, more. There's, there's a, you there's give, a level of to it, you, yeah. you you play it fair, right? So you have a bunch of physical education teachers. You put them back. You put these military vets through like a year or two of schooling for kinesiology, basic kinesiology degrees. So they do they do, and not all of them are stupid. Like if you're in the military, right? You get an education. You're fairly intelligent. Yeah. You're given a free education. So. I would like to think that all these military guys or girls that have these free educations that they get because they're put through university because of the military, that they now have degrees. So now they can teach at least somewhat of a field on a basic level. I'm not saying they take all the jobs of teachers. I'm just saying. You're missing what I'm saying. You're missing what I'm saying. Florida is saying you're a military veteran. You don't have a degree. Cool. Go be a teacher. Yeah. For the specific thing. You're missing the point entirely. These are people who don't know what they're doing, who haven't been taught, who haven't been educated, who don't know how to be teachers, are just being given the choice of, what did go the be a teacher say? now. Oh, wait, what, hold on, hold on. What was the actual title of the article? Uh, I don't know. On a side note, I would like to see teachers get some kind of training to defend. I think that's something that should be a thing. Because these things have happened. I think too. I, I don't know the level of it, but yeah. I'm not and a teacher. Teachers are responsible for a lot. I know. Yeah. It's I'm not, not I'm not trying to put I'm not putting it in this in a way that's flack or like trying to add to the plate. I just mean like Yeah. I don't know. I'm not here to solve that problem. Oh, uh, this is probably <laughs> June twenty second. Help veterans get jobs, science bill on Thursday, blah blah blah. 
get mil- get jobs or advance their education once they leave service. Including among the new laws will supplement federal benefits for disabled veterans attending state universities or government-run career centers. Allow state agencies to substitute military experience for post-secondary education. Allow vets to obtain civilian jobs required of the Department of Business or Professional Regulation to expedite licenses, application, active duty military spouses. Uh, blah, 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 proud to be the governor, blah, 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 signed a bill at Fort Walton. Do we have more information? So, the state's Department of Education currently expects veteran candidates without degrees seeking teaching positions to have at least 60 college credits and a baseline 2.5 GPA. So they have to have half a degree. They need to pass the subject area examination for bachelor level subjects as well. In addition, their service needs to amount to 48 months in the military with an honorable or medical discharge. If hired by a school, they're required to be supervised by a teaching mentor. That's actually surprisingly decent, but still not great. I, I, I'm still for it. You know, it's a step in the right direction. I, I don't, I don't disagree. Yet. I don't think it's a terrible. Thing. I am. I do think it it requires a bit more nuance. Like I do agree with what Sarah said. But uh, I think there's a reason why teachers go to school. There's a reason why teachers learn how to teach. But they're also not just giving them degrees. I yes, didn't... they are. They're not giving them degrees. They're giving them classrooms full of children. They're, they're dropping the requirements. But they're no, they're making them get credits. They're not just throwing them into classrooms just because they're vets. They're not making them get credits in anything in particular. It's half. You, you said it yourself. It's half a degree credits. at least. That's two years. You could go to school and get sixty credits in business, and then go teach three-year-olds how to spell words. Business. No teach idea. the kids business. <laughs> Start them young. Three-year-olds. That's all right. Grade three. That's what I was going for. But in the United States, just like anything, the school system you have to apply, right? So if they're if you're gonna to apply to be a kindergarten teacher and you're a military vet, they're gonna look at you and be like, "How about you teach someone a bit older?" A little older, you know. Yeah. There is still like, levels of that's oversight. Where I, feel, I feel like there's a I feel like there's a nuance there that that, well, that should be there. If it's not listed, it should be there. High school math are gonna go walk in and teach high school math again. There's a reason teachers go to school. Yeah, I what do if agree they, with that. What so. if they were like? You're assuming the vet's just an idiot. What if he was? What if he was a technical? What if he? I was saying, what if he yeah, worked on fucking tanks? Some of the highest pieces of equipment the military has, and he gets to go teach math. I'm pretty sure he can teach fucking math if he has an engineering degree. <laughs> like if he has an, it, like just, you know what I mean? He has an engineering degree. He has to go back two years to get a teaching degree, and now he can go teach math. Sure, he's not exactly the best teacher, but he knows how to teach. The teaching degree. Exactly. He get, he gets the teaching degree. Yeah. It is expedited. He's not the best teacher, but I would never. But like, I, I'm not saying everyone's like that. But you have to like the when it says military veteran, there's so many jobs in the military than just being yeah. a grunt. Where? I it has nothing to do with who this person was in the military, and everything to do with the fact that now you have people who have no idea what they're doing. It's literally just throwing a body into the classroom and saying, good enough. It's, it's just, but in the States, you also many... have a real fear for teachers. How many teachers are asking um, schools and governments for more money that they don't have for protections in schools because of all the school shootings? You have, like, it, it goes back in, to that idea, sense, like, like, they have to be protected, teach too. Teach their, they teach their soldiers a lot all the time, right? They have a, a hierarchy. So, like, training is not something, like, it's obviously not the same fucking thing. And, and very clearly, it's a different thing. So, I totally, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of both you guys. I 100% agree a little bit for both you guys here. I'm just in that sense that, like, it, it's a very nuanced, unique situation, right? So, it depends on who it is, and then it depends on what the school's doing to, to oversight it. There's a lot that's probably not being said, I would imagine. And it just depends on the situation. I am giving a lot of credit to schools and the governments of the United States, but I still think it's a step in the right direction in the end. I think so too. I think it just just needs a little bit more. It's the most Floridian decision. And I think it's like one of the best ones because, you know, you're not going to be able to put more guns in schools without having all of the United States and North America and the world 
basically stand up and be like, are you fucking kidding us? You're putting more guns in schools. Instead, they're going around just like, okay, 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 okay. We'll have military-trained professionals in schools. We're going to have military-trained professionals in schools. We don't have guns, but (laughs) we have the next damn best thing. Yeah, uh, we have a dude who pretty much is a gun in itself that can take down most people with hand-to-hand combat and rather than just pay them for nothing florida's trying to be somewhat a lot of these people too that are trained in military learned how to disarm people they're not and let's be fair when you think smart intelligent incredibly incredibly intuitive and cutting edge of the world even individually do does florida does florida ever come up in your mind in any of the that that's a fair. Does not mean that the children that, who live in Florida deserve a bad education. Definitely not. Less than education. There's a there's a hand in hand thing that needs. I to think there are kids, kids who have way less than the people in Florida, who probably deserve an education more than they do. I am willing to say that. That's- I think there's people out in the world, out in the third world, wherever, that probably deserve vacation more than some of them, than people in Florida. We need to stop this topic before I get really upset with you. I'm sorry. I am kidding. I I finished filling out my forms. Good job! That's exciting! And I got approved for everything. Yay! For student loans and stuff? Yeah, finished up the Canada account and all that. Awesome. Those things can be a huge pain, just government government paperwork is the worst. Yeah. Every single thing yeah. has a different account. Every single thing has to have a different login and oh, why can't it all just be one? Well, that'd be ridiculous. That'd make it easy. To round out exactly kind of what I was with my cooking stuff. The one thing I really liked with the cooking stuff is you could take that so much like what John was saying with the the food science. You could take that really to industry, any industry. Like you could be a big like beekeeping was something they taught. They were going to teach in my school. They taught ice sculpting in my school at one point for in the cooking class. Dude, right? you could take they, education anywhere. Like oh, I know that. What I mean, yeah, exactly. Right. That's what I liked. That's what I liked for cooking because a lot of it. A lot of it laid the bearer of basic stuff because being a cook, you kind of have to understand food, uh, understands a lot of what that touches and where it goes to, right? And that's people, that's lands, that's cultures. I was thinking more homes, like if, you know. if 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 the Viking or Greasy Boy wanted to, they could just go anywhere. They could go oh, yeah. to any country in the world. Oh yeah, that's exactly. Right? That's, why, that's <laughs> like, why I picked being a cook like, and being a teacher is a great job that, oh, for that dude, too. You could go to any place to in the world, any place and in the world, and find a job. Yeah, instantly. Yeah, that's why I thought. That's a, and that's easy. exactly why I thought to be a cook. It's like someone everywhere I go, anyone will need a cook. And hey, anywhere uh, you go, anyone will need a teacher. Before, earlier you were talking about how it sounds like all the things I work with are mental disabilities. They're not. I forgot about this. A few years ago, I was learning Braille and teaching it to a kid. Really? Um, that's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Wait. Cool. Wait, wait. So when you when you say you were learning Braille and teaching it to a kid, there's two ways I imagine this. Either it's like a summer before and you know he's going to and you know he's blind or he's he, he's disabled <laughs> in that way. Um he has weak eyesight. And so you're sitting there like learning Braille, learning Braille. So when you teach this kid, you actually know Braille is somewhat so you can teach him or I imagine it, it's like you have your lesson plan every week and like a week that, but you make your lessons plan like a month ahead. And so you're trying to stay a month ahead of this kid. That's actually sort of what it was. I was asked to do it in September when school started. Ooh. Um, so you had to. Well, they set me up with like a course. I just had to kind of stay ahead of her. It worked. She didn't get all that far. She really hated learning Braille. She didn't want to accept that she was going blind, which is fair, because who would? Was it? That's actually really sad. So she mm-hmm. could still... She's 12. And she... Oof. Oof. Yep. And I'm guessing she could see, and her eyesight was just going. Um, Her actual eyesight was reasonably decent. The problem was... 
I don't remember what it's called, but it essentially gave her like pinhole vision that was slowly getting smaller. Oh, they shit, discovered like, like, it. So it was deterioration. Kid, like she stepped on a baby. Because she didn't see She's... it. Ah. Yeah. That's rough. So it was a progressive. Yeah, it was a progressive situation where eventually she will lose her vision. Sad. That's yeah. Sad. That'd be rough to deal with at twelve too. And that she probably knew like a year and a half earlier. Oof! Imagine something the like that. Imagine yeah. the parents having to tell their kid that. Oh. Actually, it's genetic, and when they found it out for her, they also found it out for her dad. Oh, that's a surprise. Yeah. At least she wasn't alone. Yeah. That's, Definitely. That's kind but of... But yeah, anyways, just another, another thing that I suddenly realized. That's um, Yeah, it literally being mean literally anything. I wonder, so you're basically healthcare workers, but you're not. You're healthcare teachers, but you're just... No, education workers. Well, like PSWs in a sense, right? Personal support workers. Yeah, you're more like support workers. So in elder care homes, this is what I got to see when I was working at an elder care, where people that were called PSWs, they... They worked with individual, they weren't like nurses, they worked with individual unique cases. They would go from room to room and just check up on, like, they, they're the ones that know, like, oh, this is so-and-so, and they like they like bread, or they like pudding, or whatever, right? I mean, sure, you If focused... a child quiet, then there will be a nurse. That is a separate thing. Yeah, no, exactly. But they're yeah, not, complete, they're they, not a in nurse. an elder home, that's yeah, completely they're, a separate thing. Yeah, they're not a nurse. It, it's, they're I'm not, not a nurse, yeah. I understand why you keep going they're back to a, education. They're just a support worker. But in reality, it's not like the parents are there. It's not like there's, like, it's not like there's uh, an actual nurse or a care worker there, right? There isn't just a... Well, there might be. Uh, there can be. I'm sure there can be. Yeah. But in, in in most cases, or at least a good number of cases, there isn't one, right? Yeah. So in one sense, yeah, you're... you're your support worker, you 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 yeah. support these children as they grow and learn, and you support their learning. Yes. I mean, you call it education worker, they're, they're sure, like yeah, that's a title, but that's looking very to, unique to, situation. To, I think, I just think it's not. Yeah, it is kind of the same thing. It's just support workers work with elderly. And they work with older people, yeah. but you guys and, work with more development. Elderly, they have you could even—I would even say the more the more accurate title for your guys' job would be developmental support workers. Yeah, that makes sense. I would agree. That is job. It's a different job. Yeah, sounds about the same though. But I... it's actually another for my school, anyways. It's another six-month program hmm. on yeah, top of the education really assistant program, different. which is yeah. a human resources uh, kind of thing. It's more like social work and social justice and all that on that end. Yeah. It's probably a different level of um, updated policies and things, right? It's probably the same kind of thing. Yeah. Different state. I almost feel like they named right. it. Ed edu edu Teachers need the language has changed because it's more inclusive of many different things. I was going to say, I think they almost call it educational assistant because they ran out of names. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes just I could see just a bunch of people, like maybe two or three, sitting there. Like, okay, so what are we going to call this? Uh, this one. No, no, no. We already called that something else. What about this one? We called that something else. Yeah, we used that one. What no, the hell no, does that this one, mean? That one's already like, oh, okay. <laughs> just sit there for like two hours. We got to come up with something Please. in like a We have educational like, assistance. Our job to make sure that education is equally accessible for all the kids. Well, that makes sense. Like, I, I got that. Yeah. Yeah. So, for every kid, that means something different. So, as as we're running out of time, I'll ask you, Sarah, since you've dealt with most of this, at least because the you have it and you've done with it longer, have you ever, or do you often, deal with kids who are 
beyond where they are. Um, someone who is referred to your educational assistants, but after working with them for a little bit, you realize that this child, whatever age they are, the reason that they're having problems is because they are just too intelligent. They just... Oh, so you mean like a gifted kid? Yeah, like like unbelievably gifted and just doesn't give a fuck because they're just bored as shit. That's pretty normal. Yeah. Really, yeah. it's pretty normal. I've got one. I was a gifted kid. Yeah, I was a gifted kid. But... I was pretty intelligent. It, it, yeah, like I've got one. He's brilliant. He just also has crazy ADHD and can't keep control of his own brain. He wants to be an astronaut, and I honestly think he could do it. No doubt. Put your mind to it, man. Eventually you'll get there. And this is an often Especially occurrence. Especially early on. Sorry? This is often. You said? It's... This kind of thing happens often. It's not unusual. Okay. Because I knew a kid in high school once, a long time ago, and I only knew him for a year because he left our high school. It was a public one, and he went to the private school. And by the time it was grade 11, he had already graduated because he finished school in like yeah. a year. And yeah. last I heard... It's not like... But it's not crazy uncommon either. I was going to say, last I heard, he was working at like some at like Berkeley or something in like theoretical physics and I was like because I have him on Facebook and I'm like holy shit dude just stupid yep. smart but everyone thought he was dumb because I knew him all, I remember all through junior high he just didn't he's, he pretty much slept all the classes and just did not care but he somehow kept passing everything kids to I hate the mathematics when it comes to physics it's, it's so longhand <laughs> I love it. Oh, I That's the oh, point dude. of it, though, so that way you know you're right. Well, it's yeah, it makes it so you can quantify and prove every step right. But like, I it's, thought it's so frustrating. Physics was really hard, and but the my dad showed me. Oh, there's worse. Yeah, their math there, gets the, harder. The two worst kind of maths are theoretical maths, because that's just. That's just quantum maths. That's ugh. Yeah, yeah. And then math, yeah. below that, what he had to do, because he has a master's in economics, and he showed oh. me, and he showed me economics, his economics yeah. uh, master's final, and all it is is just this one small equation. It's like, like maybe like a line long, and then he has this booklet that's almost four hundred pages, and it's almost completely filled with just long written math equations of him unpacking this and solving it. And he's like, that's just economics. And I'm like, holy crap. I, I, yeah. Financing math is painful. I was going to oh. take finances. I looked into that business and then I, after I, I yeah, after I kind of looked into it, I kind of had that, that vibe of it. Like that looks like a lot to really deep dive into. I'm like, I just want to know how to maintain a business. Uh, and I also decided Opportunity cost, my friend, and utils. Just look up utils. <laughs> Once you learn all yeah. about utils, you'll know how to run a business. That well, being said, no, I know how to run a business pretty easy. I think the Greek goblin is going to be an amazing EA. I think, I so think he's too. the perfect kind of person. I think he'll be the and then I, a weekend, I lose an arm to a kid. I feel, I feel like you'll have one of those. A four-year-old. A gang of four-year-olds jump on you. because you. <laughs> oh, no. Like, if a child bites your arm, you need to get that, like, cleaned instantly. Yeah. Or you, you run the risk of losing your arm. Yeah, you get sepsis. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kids are disgusting. They are. Imagine a bunch of them. Not even zombies. They just attack That's you. That's why I'm aiming for junior high, high school. Yeah, I feel like you knew that. <laughs> they're very different. I remember junior high. God. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> uh, food out of my locker. Anything we want to end on? 
My cat is being especially cuddly at the moment. I noticed the other one's Thank in the background. Yep. That one in the background caught a bird for the first time ever today. We're not really sure how. He was on a leash and everything, so... Nice. Being a black cat. He was tangled up under the table, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well... Life finds a way. That's all there is. Thank you all for watching. It's been a great And remember, stay in school. That was the Greasy Boy with Insaniac, the Viking, her many cats, and I am seven. I am sorry and nothing better to do, but I'm glad you spent it with us here at the Villains Talk Show and Podcast. Catch us next Wednesday for another podcast. Um, catch us anywhere you catch podcasts on the podcast realm or online. Follow Pander. Blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. I, yeah. And make sure to check out the link tree. Always the link tree. It's everywhere. 